You're listening to Kelly Martin Speaks. I am your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I've experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity and I'll bring along inspirational teachers to support your journey too. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. This is episode number 42, and I'm your host, Kelly Martin. Today I want to talk about anxiety again. I talked about anxiety in one of my earlier episodes when the podcast used to be called Podcast for the Soul. I wanted to explore why we actually experience anxiety. Sometimes it may seem that there are no triggers. But if we look a little deeply, a little more deeply, there tends to be. Now, for me, I found that anxiety started very early on. I was a child when I was about, I think, four, four years old and I was pretty much a bit of an explorer as a child. I would go wandering. I thought this world was wow. And I was on holiday with my family. I don't know where it was. It could be Malta or Spain. And they were all around the pool sunbathing. And my grandmother wasn't there. And they told me that she was in her room. Now, at that age, I didn't know where her room was. But I believed that I'd be to find her. So I had a little wander and I walked around the complex of the hotel and I wandered around the rooms trying to find her room. I was enjoying myself. I was exploring. But after a little while, I started to get a little bit nervous because I couldn't find the room and everything seemed so big and high and I didn't know how to get where I was going. And there was a room door opened and I wandered into it thinking it was my grandmother's, but there was a stranger there. And I think she said, are you all right? And I got a bit upset because it was a stranger. And the next thing I knew was um, my, my father, and I think my mother as well, were racing up to me, screaming and shouting in complete panic because they'd been looking for me for a long time and thought I was missing completely. Or I'd been kidnapped, which is understandable as a parent. But their response made me feel the world was not a safe place. That I couldn't trust my own instincts. So from early on, I began to feel anxious and didn't trust myself. And I was very shy as a child and I would cling onto my mother if any strangers would come up to talk to me. And I'd hide behind her 
picking my eyes around her. So I did start my anxiety journey very early on. And that was just the beginning. From then on, I had many other reasons for anxiety. From, I think I told you, it's it's an old story I don't really feel anymore, but it happened when I was seven and I had to do something on stage. And the whole of my class had to. And the headmistress was very particular about getting everything perfect and right. And we had flowers we had to put in a specific place. And on that day, my place was not there. We'd rehearsed it, but my place was not there. It had vanished. So I did anything, did what a normal child would do. I just thought, what should I do? And I listened to my instincts. So I took my flowers back to my chair. And after the show had finished, I was told by my form teacher that the headmistress wanted to speak to me. So she took me to along to this along the corridor and I walked down this really big corridor when you're a small child. And I knocked on this big heavy wooden door and she said, come in. And I walked in and she said, sit down where she looked over at me with her half-moon spectacles on the end of her nose. Ever since that experience, if I see women with a certain haircut or half-moon spectacles on the end of their nose, it gives me a feeling in my gut of fear. I'm learning to adapt and change that now and laugh at myself when I see it, but it has been this perception and trigger for me. So I walked in and she said to me, Kelly, why did you take your flowers back to your chair? And then I realised I was in trouble. I had done something wrong and I didn't even know I'd done something wrong. And I just said, because my place wasn't there. And she leaned more over, over the table, peering down at me through those glasses. And she said, well... When you did that, Kelly, you embarrassed the whole school. Now you can imagine what that does to a seven-year-old child. I didn't just feel I'd embarrassed the whole school, because to me as a child, that whole school was my world. So I felt like I'd embarrassed the entire world. So from that moment on, I went on to hide myself, to try and make myself invisible. I avoided anything that involved being public, public speaking. I didn't feel I could trust my ability to make choices. I lived my life pleasing other people because I thought that's what I had to do. Now, I'm not like that anymore. It's taken a very long time to get to where I am now and I'm still on this journey. But that is where my triggers began. Sometimes we don't know our triggers because they're unconscious. But if we track back to little experiences in childhood, even the smallest experience can create an anxiety journey that we have to deal with later on. Now, that may not be the reason that you suffer from anxiety. You could suffer from anxiety for a number of reasons. It could have came on at a certain time in your life. Maybe you're a woman. It could be that your 
entering sort of the pre-menopause phase of your journey or you're on the concept contraceptive pills some medications in men and women can actually bring up the side effects of anxiety even those that are supposed to help anxiety initially may do this so that is one of the reasons the triggers could be at a completely different time for you now apart from this you can also look at your diet and you will find that some foods for me especially it can be coffee it can be too much sugar it can be the experience of having too much bread and gluten that can actually disturb my gut flora it's actually been found that the gut and the brain actually can has such a relationship that it can bring depression symptoms on us if we have an imbalance there so it's worthwhile looking at the diet if you suddenly start to feel anxious to see whether what you're eating is contributing to feelings of anxiety now apart from food and diet do look at your medication i'm not a doctor i can't give out medical advice but perhaps you're on a certain mixture of medications that aren't going together well so speak to your doctor about this and see if that has increased your anxiety and if there's something you can do about that you may feel anxious because of financial pressures now i have this too anxiety and money that is something i am still working through myself so don't feel like you're doing anything wrong when you suddenly become anxious or you've been diagnosed with anxiety this society in the world we live in is actually rife with anxiety because of the way that we live we live such a fast paced world now and everything is we have to have it now we have to have technology that gives us information straight away we want xyz to happen straight away we want to be able to travel fast everything's speedy and we need to learn to slow down again we've been trained to be too fast and anxiety can also be brought on by the death or loss of someone close to you yes we go through grief but when you haven't got somebody with you that was always there there may be this feeling of not just loss but how is life going to be there's a feeling of uncertainty what about those in my life that i love will they leave me will i lose other people so you may need the help of a therapist to help you through this anxiety and grief and if you've got health issues this can bring up anxiety too there are so many reasons for anxiety i i experience social anxiety sometimes i used to experience it really really a lot not so much now but it used to be really debilitating to me and the one thing i had to do was start to put myself into those experiences i didn't feel comfortable with until i felt more comfortable and to recognize that it's not my responsibility to please other people and that it's okay to be silent i felt that i had to speak all of the time 
when I was socialising, it was I had to fill the spaces. I spoke like I was a, a bullet coming out of a gun sometimes. And I would bombard people with questions because I thought if I just ask them questions, I'll be safe. And the attention won't be placed back onto me. So I had to really learn to be mindful in my communications with other people and to know that if there is silence in a, in a conversation, it's not my responsibility. And there's two people in the conversation. We're both connecting together, so it doesn't look bad on me. It doesn't make me wrong for not having anything to say. It's okay. And let's not forget that New experiences can also give us anxiety. When we haven't done something uh, before, it can be really intimidating. So give yourself a break if you're suffering from this when you're doing something new. It's not an easy thing doing something new when you suffer from anxiety. You deserve a pat on the back. You deserve to be proud you're so much more stronger and courageous than you think. I mean, there's a people who don't suffer from anxiety and they don't have to face all of this. So if you're facing all of these different, different experiences in life while you're experiencing anxiety, fair play to you. This is amazing. Other people don't have to do this. Now, anxiety isn't a thing that has to be forever. You might have it from time to time. It might be just a, a way that protects you and keeps you safe. But there comes a time when we start to get to know who we are. We get to realize that we're not responsible for the happiness of other people. That we don't owe other people anything. And we start to allow and embrace our maybe unique, unconventional self. The more that we do this, the less we feel anxious about living life. So these are just some of the ways that anxiety can come about. I want you to not beat yourself up if you're suffering right now. I totally understand that you may want to get rid of anxiety. You may want to find the causes or the source of your anxiety. And yes, if you need to, take medication prescribed by your doctor but also look into other ways look into mindfulness meditation classes in your local area or get a book with a cd that you can start a practice with look at your diet see if there's anything contributing to your anxiety and perhaps ask if your anxiety is stronger because you're avoiding certain experiences Sometimes the only way out is through, and I know that's hard, especially when you suffer from social anxiety. Anxious people tend to worry about things that often don't happen, but we worry nonetheless. Or we try to control the future by putting all our, our life in order to try and control everything before we think it's going to happen. We try to anticipate future challenges or difficulties. But by doing so, we actually feel those challenges and difficulties in the moment anyway. So we're doing the exact thing we're trying to avoid. 
So ask yourself if you can be with uncertainty for a while. Can you let yourself feel fear? And know that it won't kill you. It won't, you won't drown in it if you actually allow it and embrace it like you would a child in pain. And trust and know that this too will pass. You'll know yourself that anxiety symptoms are not always at the same level all day long. They go up, they go down, and there'll be moments where you don't feel anxious. There'll be times when you have panic attacks. But the more that you're able to be aware and acknowledge that it's fear, it's not true, this is not happening, what's happening right now, and you give that part of yourself love that is scared, the less that your body and mind and spirit will need to panic so much. And go see a therapist or a counsellor if needed, if it's too much for you. Don't feel shame for needing medication either. Maybe you just need it for a little while to get you over some difficulties. That's okay. And I'm sorry you're experiencing anxiety. But try and see it as a transformation journey not something that is a forever experience. Thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have any questions about this podcast or you have a question for a topic for a future podcast, email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com. That's kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com. And if you suffer from mental health issues, pop over to the new radio station, Peace Within Radio, at peacewithinradio.com. We launch on April the 1st. There will be encouragement. There will be talks on mental health. There will be music. And there will be so much more. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd love to reach more people. So if you could subscribe to me on iTunes and leave a review, this really helps. And if you'd like to support my work, pop over to kellymartinspeaks.co.uk to read more or follow me on social media or visit my YouTube channel. A donation is always welcome. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>